This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday 30th of September. In your Squiz today, Australia's most powerful people. Hurricane Ian is battering Florida. Another big weekend of sport ahead. And it's International Podcast Day. This is your Squiz today. Claire, the Australian Financial Review magazine has dropped its annual power list today, which it claims is the definitive analysis of Australia's most powerful people. That's a big call. Does it live up to it? (laughs) Yeah, look, there's a lot of big names on it, that's for sure. Uh, In terms of overt power, so the people who are out in front and centre wielding all of that power that we see every day, uh, there's no surprises that Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is at the top of the list. Uh, That's for leading Labor to its first major victory in 15 years. Uh, And then he's joined at the top by several other Labor colleagues, including Treasurer Jim Chalmers and Foreign Minister Penny Wong. We then get to the Teal Independence uh, and ACTU boss Sally McManus and Reserve Bank boss Philip Lowe. Of course, the economy is a big thing and those two figures are a really big part of it. Uh, Greens leader Adam Bant is in eighth. Uh, Atlassian co-founder Mike Cannon-Brooks is ninth. He, of course, is doing a lot at the moment when it comes to energy, uh, particularly with AGL and pushing them towards ditching coal. Uh, And then coalition leader Peter Dutton is in number 10. So these people are at the front and centre moving and shaking that we see all the time. What about people behind the scenes? Yeah, so that's the covert power list and it gets as much attention really as the overt list because everyone's interested in who's behind the scenes. Uh, Top of the pops there is Tim Gartrell. He is Albanese's chief of staff. Then there's Glenn Davis. He's the newly installed head of the Prime Minister's department. The panel says that he's got a really big job ahead of him steering reform. Uh, And also, this is the quote, uh, the restoration of the public services brief of frank and fearless advice to government. Uh, In third is Paul Erickson, who's the National Secretary of the Labor Party. They say he was the principal architect of Albanese's election victory. Uh, And then there's a mix of federal departmental heads like Treasury Secretary Stephen Kennedy uh, and business figures like women's advocate Sam Mostyn and business council boss Jennifer Westacott. So there you go for another year. They're the people who are making our country what it is at the top level. There's also a range of lists across multiple categories, including culture, business, law, technology, education, and many other areas. So it's pretty useful for understanding who's who in a variety of zoos. Claire, we spoke yesterday about Hurricane Ian, and since the storm made landfall yesterday morning as a high-level Category 4 storm, it's absolutely smashed Florida's southwestern coast. It's one of the most powerful storms to hit the US in recent years. 
Yeah, Ian has now crossed the east coast of Florida as a tropical storm. So it's out to sea and it's gaining power as it heads north towards South Carolina's coast. Uh, In its wake, it's left what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says is historic damage. And he's predicted that rebuilding could take years. And US President Joe Biden has painted a pretty bleak picture. Uh, He says that early reports indicate that there may be substantial losses of life in Florida. Uh, And he says that federal agencies are doing their best to help state and local officials to assess the damage there and to rescue stranded people. Yes, it's definitely not over yet. But what they know has happened in Florida is that 241 kilometre an hour winds and huge sea surges have wreaked havoc, particularly in the coastal cities of Fort Myers and Naples. There's a long way to go, though, as they continue to come to terms with the damage. Coming home, Claire, and there's been more bad news for our economy as Australia's annual inflation rate hit a 30-year high of 7% in July before easing slightly to 6.8% in August, according to new data from the Bureau of Statistics. Yeah, and we'll get a full look at that July to September quarter uh, when the Bureau releases those next month. But looking at the monthly figures, inflation did ease in August. It's still way too high, though. Uh, the target rate is 2 to 3%, so 6.8% is still quite a bit above that. And Treasurer Jim Chalmers says that there's no sugarcoating it. There are many Aussies who are doing it tough. Uh, and that was backed up with more official data yesterday that said that household wealth in Australia has fallen by $484 billion, which is 3.3%. And that was in the April to June quarter. And it's thanks to falling property prices which we've talked quite a bit about in the podcast. Uh, Also, super balances have been affected by stock market falls. Yes, October is going to be very interesting with the RBA making their next interest rate announcement on Tuesday and the Albanese government releasing its fresh budget on the 25th. So there's two things to make sure you have in your diary. Claire, Rugby League's ultimate games of the season are back in Sydney on Sunday after a two-year absence due to COVID. Yep, Rugby League's back in town. Uh, The women's grand final is the first up on Sunday. That's the Parramatta Eels taking on the Newcastle Knights. Uh, That game starts at 3.55pm. The Knights have lost just one game all season, which is a bit of a turnaround after they finished last in their debut season earlier this year. Uh, As As for the men, it's Penrith Panthers versus Parramatta Eels. That's at 7.30pm on Sunday night. The Eels are looking to end their 36-year premiership drought, but Penrith are the favourites as the reigning champions and also they've remained at the top of the ladder throughout the season. If NRL is your thing and you haven't been lucky enough to grab a ticket, the good news is you can watch them for free on Channel 9 and the Nine Now app on Sunday. Claire, this is the last time I'm going to bring it up, I promise, but we'd still love for more of our listeners to complete our very short but super helpful Squiz survey. (laughs) It's a good survey. You've got to love doing surveys. They're actually quite a bit of fun. Uh, Look, 
it would really help us. And to any podcast listener, I know it's a bit of a stretch to actually dive into the episode notes, but we've made it really easy. It's just there. It would take you a few minutes and we would really appreciate it. Yes. And I know there have been some issues with the link in the episode notes on Spotify, but you can easily find them in the notes on Apple and on our website. So please don't give up. (laughs) Keep persisting. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Friday Lights, Claire, and I am frankly agog at your recipe choice this week. All this false pretense about you supposedly hating vegetables, (laughs) and yet once again, you've picked a veggie option. I'm starting to think you might be a secret vegan. (laughs) Yeah, I think we've sat together for lunch a few too many times (laughs) where you've seen me completely dispel that myth. The thing about this recipe is that it's got the appropriate amount of cheese to go with the vegetables. And look, it's a Jamie Oliver recipe. It's really very easy. It's a vegetable masaka and it's really delicious. Yes, I also love meat, but I've never really gotten on with masaka, so I'm definitely going to give this version a try. Squiz the day, Claire, and tomorrow is very important to us because it's International Podcast Day. Look, I'll give that one a woohoo because, <laughs> look, what I love about podcasts, not only is actually doing this podcast one of the highlights of my day, and Siobhan, it's been so good to have you on board and I'm really enjoying our podcasting together. You're welcome. Uh, what I love about <laughs> podcasts <laughs> is that you can actually get on with other things and still give it your full attention. It's one of those really weird things, I think, in life. Uh, there's so many things that demand our full attention and that's the only thing you can do. But podcasts, you know, go for a walk, listen to a podcast. Yeah, 100%. It's also really private because no one knows what you're listening to. It's a bit secret. That's what I like. Exactly. But I'm always amazed at how many people still don't know what a podcast is. So if you're looking to recommend one to someone you know, send them our way because let's face it, this is top-notch stuff, (laughs) even if we do say so ourselves. Completely objective, of course, we are. (laughs) Absolutely. That's it from us this week. Have a fabulous long weekend if you get one, and we will be back on Tuesday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.